All right, coming up on the One Tech Podcast, we've got some news on the Motorola Razr, the MacBook Pro 16-inch, and a little bit about class consciousness and YouTubers. All right, welcome back to another episode of the One Tech Podcast. I am your host, Dylan Digby, as always, um, and we've got a few things to talk about, so... Um, first thing I'm actually, I'm going to not start with Apple for once. Um, even though they're constantly in the news, um, I actually want to talk about the Motorola Razr, the new, um, it's actually, it's, it's been released to a lot of, a lot of praise and a lot of people seem pretty hyped on it. Um, I've seen stuff from the verge, um, MKBHD, um, a bunch, a bunch of tech YouTubers. Uh, they had an event for it where they, did the announcement, gave him some hands-on time as well. Um, so everyone's now been reporting on all the specs and everything else and, and kind of the usability of it. Um, it's an expensive phone. It's a kind of ridiculous price for that phone. Um, so it has a, a mid-range processor. It's a Snapdragon 710, which is like a mid-range from last year, um, and a very small battery. It's like around, I think it's 2,500 milliamp hours. Um, which makes sense for as thin as it is. It's super thin, just like the original Razer. Um, and then it folds out and it folds out, uh, I guess the, the fold is across it horizontally. So it flips out vertically, if that makes sense. Uh, hopefully I'm saying that right, but, um, it flips up in like a normal Razer. So, um, a lot of people are basically saying that that is the, the better implementation compared to the galaxy fold, um, which I have, haven't you know, been able to use either. Um, I mean, I would imagine both are useful for different use cases. Um, I would still rather have a separate device to be a tablet currently. Um, but that's mainly because there's not like, you know, there's not like an iOS equivalent. Um, there's not something like as, you know, it's not going to fall out as big as an iPad or as big as your laptop would. So these, um, all these kind of like compromised devices or stuff in between, uh, it's just not, it's not compelling yet, at least for me. Um, and the prices are, are not realistically like consumer ready prices. Uh, when you're talking about the galaxy fold at almost $2,000 and the razor at like 1500, um, you know, meanwhile you could get a phone that's far, like far better for a thousand dollars. So it's just kind of a novelty at this point. Um, and like every YouTuber is saying like, yeah, I'm definitely going to buy this or I'm definitely going to get this. I don't care that it's not good, um, which is kind of ridiculous. But uh, yeah, the Razer has got a lot of praise. The The event was like horribly lit. Everyone was having a, a field day with that. But um, worth checking out, I guess, just to just to see it um, for the nostalgia. Um, literally no one should buy this phone. Um, at least not anyone that's going to listen to this or anyone, you know, locally or anything like that. Um, yeah, this has one camera as well, which again is a throwback. Um, the nice thing about that form factor is being able to use that main shooter though, as like, as your front facing camera as well. So for like high quality selfies. Um, but even the, the sensor on that and stuff is like off the shelf from last year. So not really worth it. Um, and again, 1500 could get you a lot more, um, but I think if anything, it's, it's something to take, you know, the kind of the bleeding edge of, of technology and all these like new developments or these new devices, new form factors. Um, they're really more so important for what's to come. And 
once those you know those prices drop, the manufacturing drops, that kind of stuff like that, um, then it'll funnel down to a more reasonable price and probably better use cases where you know developers are making things that make it worthwhile or make it take advantage of of that form factor. Uh, but yeah, so worth checking out the Razer. Um, again, no one should ever buy that phone um, unless you are just mega rich and don't care. Um, which most people that I know are not. So um, definitely worth skipping that one. Um, so yeah, moving on to the next topic. The Got to talk about Apple, of course. Um, so they finally dropped the 16-inch MacBook Pro. Um, just came out this week. Again, an- another, like, I guess pretty silent announcement. Um, they just put it on their site, put it up, and then put out all the, you know, the promo videos at the same time. Um, it's definitely, it's a beast, um, at least spec wise. Um, and kind of the nice thing that a lot of people, you know, they expected it to be more, they thought it was going to be, you know, upwards of three grand at least. Um, it actually starts at the, the same price as the 15 inch used to. So it's now gotten rid of the, the 15 inch model. They've just replaced it on their site. Um, and yeah, you can configure it from there. So it starts at 2399. Uh, which is definitely too rich for my blood as well. But um, yeah, you can configure it up to eight terabytes of storage as well, which is pretty insane. Um, but for, you know, for actual working professionals uh, that were their, their computer is, you know, part of their, a main part of their workflow and will do anything to, you know, shave off time or shave off the things that they need to carry with them and that kind of stuff. Um, it does make sense for so um yeah even the yeah even the lower spec one um is is pretty powerful it comes with a six core processor uh the higher end one comes with an eight core and then different graphics for each but you can look at all those specs on the site um i think this is another one of those scenarios that you know kind of tech youtube pushes a lot um about you know they're all gonna they're all gonna upgrade to this immediately of course they have the funds to do so uh, they're gonna want the best of the best just because they can um, which is kind of the same story with the upcoming Mac Pro um, but I mean outside of like outside of like true you know like studios or anything like that um, or unless you just have the capital to spare um, it's just not it's not like necessary for most people. Um, you know, it's the same thing as like using a, an 8k red camera for YouTube. Like, sure. If you can, that's what you want to do. Go ahead. Um, most people would know the difference and not to, not to say that you need to use a, a shitty camera or a shitty laptop just because it's what gets you by. Um, you should like what you use and, uh, whatever brings value to what you're doing, you know? Um, but it's just it's like largely overkill for most people just like those cameras just like the mac pro will be um, unless you are truly a working professional uh, do not probably don't buy this i mean do whatever you want ultimately but um, it is pretty expensive pretty powerful and you know chances are you don't you're not doing anything too crazy not processing editing all the time you really don't need it so um, people did say that there's a massive improvement on the speakers, um, which, you know, I, I can tell as much as that translates over video that they do sound, they seem to sound really good. I mean, MacBook speakers always do. Um, 
And they've also added what they call a studio quality microphone to the MacBook itself. Um, so something that they claim could, you know, you could podcast on or something. Um, which, I mean, it's great. It's a great addition, but you can buy, you know, this is, I'm recording on a Blue Yeti right now. Hopefully it sounds pretty decent. But um, yeah, even for that kind of stuff, the, you know, the, the barrier to entry is pretty low. Um, so you probably, even if you wanted to start podcasting, you know, you could start on just an iPad and a Blue Yeti or something um, and get really good quality. So um, I'm not sure there's anything else to say on the 16 inch. Oh, they did. Uh, they did return to the, like the old keyboard style. So no more butterfly mechanisms, um, at least for the 16 inch, um, which personally, I mean, I, I have a 13 inch pro. It doesn't really bother me. Um, now mm -hmm. if a single speck of dust gets in there and ruins my keyboard, it will definitely bother me. But, uh, people have been, have been bitching and moaning about the, the 2016, uh, 2016 and then forward from there, uh, the butterfly keyboard design and all of those, all those Macs, uh, people have largely, largely bitched about that. Um, so they've finally returned to the scissor switch. There's a little bit more travel now. Um, it's basically going to feel like their magic keyboards do. So they're, they're actual like separate Bluetooth keyboards that you can get. Um, it's basically going to be that same typing experience. So um, you know, maybe if that's really a deal breaker for you, get the base model, um, or, you know, go spec it out further if you can, or you want to, whatever. Uh, but I think that's really the main gist of the 16 inch. Um, yeah. Let me know on Twitter if there's any other questions. Um, obviously I'm like listening to other news about this stuff all the time. That can be kind of like an aggregate for that kind of stuff. Uh, my Twitter at is at ocean drinker still. So um, if you do have questions, let me know. Um, speaking of Twitter, um, actually kind of a funny story. And also I'd say it's like a, you know, an intersection with the, t the tech news stuff that we do or that I do here. Um, so earlier, I think this was a day or two ago. Um, I actually saw, I saw Quinn from snazzy labs, uh, tweet an article, Pretty dishonest one uh, from the Washington Examiner, which, if you don't know, is essentially a tabloid news site. Um, you know, they, they try to act like things are fact and they just sensationalize it and make it this huge, ridiculous thing that is, is really not true. Um, so, yeah, he just quote tweeted them, the Washington Examiner, and uh, they had this article talking about um, adding organic grocery stores and community gardens to public housing and then went on to say it was going to be um, a giant burden on everybody as far as taxes go and it costs us billions etc you know scary boogeyman stuff scared of socialism all that kind of stuff basically the wrong take the bad stuff so and quinn just tweeted it said lol and so i responded uh, and I'll just read them for you real quick. It says, I said, come on, dog. You can't tell me you don't see the horrible framing in the writing. This is the same bad framing as your taxes will go up under Medicare for all when you'll pay less out of pocket. Surely you think companies and the rich should pay their fair share, right? He simply responded, they do. And I said, Amazon paying zero dollars in taxes is fair. Question mark. <laughs> I don't think that. Uh, and then I just said, also, you should check where you get your news from and send him uh, a screenshot of Rational Wiki showing him that the Washington Examiner is not legit. Um, 
he did not respond from then on. So, um, yeah, that to me, I guess this brings up a bigger issue. Uh, the reason I'm talking about it on here as well, um, yeah, not just that Quinn's a, a pretty big tech YouTuber. Actually, I've really enjoyed his videos up to this point. Um, but it, it just kind of made me, not that I haven't thought this before, but it brought it to the forefront um, of how much, like, you know, they, sh they say you shouldn't meet your heroes, that kind of stuff. Not that Quinn's my hero. Uh, but any of these big creators that are, like, you know, fairly popular or doing big things on the internet, I mean, they're the reason I'm doing this now, like, or that I, I want to get into this stuff. I find it interesting. I enjoy that, that kind of content. Um, but the thing there is, like, most of these YouTubers probably are not, like, class-conscious people. Um, they're probably very, like, oh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps that kind of stuff that more of that mindset because they've made it. Um, and they're probably more, you know, favoring capitalism. A lot of them drop the whole, like, Oh, competition is good. We need competition, more markets, that kind of stuff. Um, so it all ties into politics and, uh, obviously I'm very on the left. Um, even though I enjoy this kind of stuff and this tech, you know, tech related stuff, which is all very, unfortunately is all very capitalistic and, uh, you know, very profit oriented and, and understanding markets and all that kind of stuff. I find it interesting. I don't necessarily think it's the greatest thing in the world. I don't think it's a beneficial thing all the time. Um, definitely. A, I'm a Bernie voter for sure. Um, but yeah, I, it kind of makes me want to, I guess, ask other YouTubers. I don't know if they would even respond, um, what their political takes are. Um, because frankly, I wouldn't support any other YouTuber if they, you know, if, if I found out that, I don't know, another big, a, a really big tech YouTuber was, uh, I'll just keep it ambiguous so that it's not calling anyone out. But if another big YouTuber, you know, said they're way on the right or that they're a Trump fan, um, I just couldn't support that. I would have to unsubscribe. And that's, you know, that's all, that's the very, at the very least, that's what I can do. You know, one person might not really matter that much to them. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of along the lines of like, I wouldn't want to support someone that has hateful views. It's not that it's just different views. They're backing things that are actively harmful. Um, and that can, I could go off on a whole political tangent. I won't go too much further because it is a tech podcast. We kind of want to keep it along those lines. But um, yeah, so unfortunately, uh, I, I know I've recommended videos from before and stuff. Um, just can't recommend anything from from snazzy labs um or quinn nelson on twitter snazzy q uh is his at but so yeah if you want to tell him why socialism is good feel free to send him a tweet it's at snazzy q um yeah and who knows if uh whoever hears this or if he ever hears it but yeah i have to disagree would love to talk to him more about it and you know maybe win him over but it is what it is um, but yeah, last news thing for today, I think, um, kind of, a part of the streaming wars and all that going on. Um, everyone has been talking about Disney plus. Um, I think I mentioned it in an episode or two ago. Um, but yeah, the, uh, they're in their first day of launch or after they launched, uh, they managed to get 10 million subscribers. So everyone's been talking about that. I mean, they are, they are Disney. They're you know, a gigantic company, probably the biggest company. 
or one of them anyways um but yeah the biggest i haven't watched any of them yet um i just feel like i, I don't have time personally um even though i did get a free year from verizon which if you are if you're on an unlimited plan with verizon at least cash in on your um your free year you might as well um and i know a lot of people will watch it i just there's too much content in the world for me to watch it so i probably won't watch a lot of them just being realistic um but the biggest show out of all out of all of them or that i've seen that i've had people talk to me about like you got to watch it you got to watch it is uh the mandalorian so uh, the interesting thing about that aside of you know star wars is cool i like star wars um they're actually releasing it in kind of a different way which i do think is interesting um they're kind of taking the um the hbo model as far as you know like releasing it like you would a normal tv show um so they're just releasing one episode a week i believe um and that that essentially keeps people that you know that would just do their their free trial and then dip out um that keeps them wanting to come back or you know if they if they do wait um, you know, they'll be out of the loop while everyone else knows what happened, that kind of thing. So I think they they intentionally wanted to make it like a, something that people talk about every single week, just like Game of Thrones was. Uh, but yeah, so far I haven't seen too much, you know, like in detail about it or um, any spoilers or anything like that. No one's saying the, the plot specifics, but they are talking about how good it is. So it might be worth checking out if you're not already. Um but yeah, that is that's the the big ticket of Disney Plus. I think the ten million is is kind of an inflated number, though. Um, you have people like me that are just you know I got it for free, so of course I'm gonna sign up. Um, set a reminder in my phone immediately, uh, a year from now, to know whether or not to cancel. But you know a lot of the seven day trials might cancel as well, so it makes them look good. It's not necessarily um, representative of the truth though, with Disney Plus, so. Me personally, um, you know, Netflix is, is enough for the most part. I'll maybe watch some of the other stuff, but I would rather, you know, do other things in my spare time. Personally, it's not a knock against it. I watch a lot of YouTube anyways. Um, but yeah, I think that is going to round up this episode of the One Tech Podcast. I do have a couple things to plug. Um, I did start a, actually, it's unrelated to the podcast, um, but I did start a print store for a few things from my photography. Um, so you can find that at onecoldface.smugmug.com if you want to check any of that out. Uh, I would obviously appreciate it. It supports me, so in a way it supports the show. Um, there's just three photos on there, and you can order whatever kind of print, whatever kind of material, size, etc. that you'd like. But yeah, please let me know if you uh, pick that up. Uh, just a big help to me. Uh, shoot me something on Twitter. Um, other than that, it is not live yet, um, but I think I, I may launch a Patreon for the podcast um, and then basically have at least the main perk or the the, the first perk anyways to be a, a Discord kind of around the channel, around tech news. So um, that may be coming in the future if that's something you're interested in. Also, let me know that um, just to see if there's any interest, if it's worth it. Um, but yeah, again, so... Uh, my at is ocean drinker on Twitter. Um, it's Dylan.digby on Instagram. Um, if you have any other questions or any ideas, um, you know, around the Patreon or anything like that, um, please shoot me something on there. So yeah, that concludes another episode of the one tech podcast. Um, thank you for listening. 
please uh, give it a rating on whatever podcast app you're using as well. I would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one. Later.